this is a public service announcement. The world is about to end. You have 45 minutes. Welcome to you for the first time ever. If the world was ending, you'd come over, right? I'm Molly. I'm Jamie. And it's our first episode. <laughs> <laughs> What do we do now? I think we start by saying who we are, uh, yes. apart from our names. Yeah, which we've already done. Yeah, we've done tick. that bit. Tick. Um, well, we're, we're, we've been friends for a very long time. Yes. Don't say it. He's about to say too long. I can see it in your face. That's how you know it's been too long. <laughs> <laughs> and as friends for a very long time, mm-hmm. we have lots of chats. We have lots of chats, lots of deep chats, lots of lockdown FaceTimes. That's right. <laughs> And then think about those filters you put on me. <laughs> anyway, and um, sometimes we come up with really great ideas. <laughs> <laughs> Our last great idea was this podcast. <laughs> So here we are. So here we are with our great idea. And what is our great idea, Mo? Well, our great idea is uh, if the world was ending, you'd come over, right? Mm-hmm. Which is, you know, it's about the end of the world. And it started from a conversation that we had. It did. It did. We were talking about how other people talk about the end of the world. Mm-hmm. And we found it a bit cliche. Memeified. Memeified. Romanticized. Yeah. All those words. <laughs> BuzzFeed article right there. That's right. <laughs> um, and we thought, well... It's all very well having your bucket list and thinking about all the things you might do if you could sort of plan, you know, your last year, month, day, whatever. Read a book. <laughs> Read your favourite book. Say sorry to someone. Watch the sunrise. Watch the sunrise. <laughs> I can't think of anything there. I was just like, what would I do? It's because I've been thinking so much about this podcast this podcast, and, and not thinking about what we'd come up with. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we thought maybe it wouldn't happen so neatly. So in, mm. in our telling or in our scenario... Um, you get a notification mm-hmm. on your phone or TV, whatever. And it says that a meteor is about to hit Earth in 45 minutes. And that's all you've got. Full stop. Full stop. So there's no time to prepare anything. There's no time to, to really tick off anything from your bucket list. And so it's all about where you are in that moment and who you're with and what's around you. What you're feeling. What you're feeling in that moment. Mm-hmm. And yeah. So we thought we'd speak to some people whose last 45 minutes might be maybe a bit different, a bit unique because of what they do or who they are. Um, and we'd, we'd, we'd interview them. So we've got people like acts on a Broadway stage. Uh, we've got climate activists at protest, a surgeon in the operating theatre, um, and many, many more. more. <laughs> Stay tuned if you want to find out what we just forgot. <laughs> So I think right now is a good segue for you to introduce our first guest. Let's do it. Well, our first guest is Kira Madden. She's a personal trainer turned influencer and business owner. In the first lockdown, she set up Body by Kira, an online fitness membership program with thousands of users. She recently launched her own app and opened her first gym in North London. She also used to be my boss. I was just thinking I would have loved to hear you do that in your fitness instructor voice. (gasps) How would that sound? Okay, so it'd be like, Kira Madden is a personal trainer. <laughs> it's got to be more throaty than that. Okay, Kira Madden. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is unfortunately a bit what Kira sounds like sometimes. It's all that shouting. Yeah, I Honestly, like, I don't know if you how many classes you've been to in London, but it's funny to see instructors' voices change from, like, 
hi, I'm John. Yeah. Don't know why, Jordy. To be like, hey, guys, it's John. Okay. <laughs> We're one starting two, one in two. Yeah. the one, two, one, yeah, two. I mean, one, a classic. Two. Yeah, you love And it's that. a one, two. A one, two. One, a two. A one, a two. <laughs> Someone needs to write a dissertation on yeah, instructive voices. Voice. But Even that is... hurt my voice just then. What? Doing a what? That's so well. <laughs> you not last. I know, I couldn't do you it. You last a day. Should <laughs> <laughs> we get Kira on? Let's get her on. <laughs> so Kira's world is ending while she runs a fitness class at her gym in Muswell Hill. It's a Sunday morning at 10 a.m. Let's go. Hi, Kira. Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> Hello. Thank you for having me. <laughs> How are you doing today? Um, I'm doing very good, thank you. I'm quite tired. I've had a busy weekend, but feeling good. Feeling good. good. How are you doing? Good. We're good. It's yeah. warm. I feel very left out here. Jamie, how are you doing, Jamie? <laughs> very good, thank you. I feel like we're all like hens, like plucking at this. <laughs> yeah. Pick me, pick me. <laughs> It's a microphone competition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So why why are you feeling so tired? Um, well, I had a yeah, I had a really big event yesterday okay. for my business, cool. which was quite exciting. We did a um collaboration with Gymshark. Gymshark. Yeah, okay. I'm not sure what you're allowed to say and not allowed to say. Oh, yeah. Um, We've got no a, sponsors yeah, yet, okay, so. okay, all right. <laughs> I did a collaboration with Gymshark and basically we did a um a massive workout on the side of the Thames, right awesome. underneath Tower Bridge. We had 800 people. Um, so, cool. so it was an amazing day of like, you know, bringing our community together. But also I, I woke up this morning. I'm in my 30s now. Like I need time off after one event. So I woke up and I just felt like I'd been on a three-day festival. <laughs> you know, and you're like exhausted, oh my like God. my back hurt, my shoulders all in knots like I'm just but yeah I feel mm. tired so my voice is slightly going mm. from shouting but really good really good well I mean I've done I think two of your classes now and I don't think my ass has ever been the same yeah. so yeah. I good, can imagine good. like I'll take that I'll take that but um yeah so it's been an amazing weekend but just very intense mm. lots of teaching lots of shouting lots of energy um but I do feel like these days, and I don't know about you guys, but if you work for yourself in any way, shape or form, weekends are just a write-off. Like, mm. you, they, they're not a time for rest. Yeah. They are, it, like, I work as much. If not, I probably actually work harder because usually I have to be somewhere for, like, 9 a.m. on the mm. weekend, whereas I actually don't have that in the weekday anymore. So weekends are almost backwards for me. But you do work. I've never known anyone to work like you do. Oh, God, It yeah. is wild. I, yeah, it's yeah. absolutely wild. Yeah. But it's paid off. I, well, yeah. <laughs> I, I, Molly is probably, there's two sides to what she's saying, though, because I'm also extremely unorganised, and <laughs> Molly loves, like, deadlines and like you know organization and schedules and stuff like that so in a way yes I work a lot but what she she also means is probably that I work extremely chaotically and I did not mean yeah. that it there is also a... true but it's not what I meant in that moment no, we um we yeah it's it's so funny because I said this to Sinead the other day I was just like it's crazy because I thought when I worked for myself mm. that I was going to have all this time and all these, you know, I do actually go on holidays, but I thought I'd be lying in, you know, like I'd be going out all the time. I'd mm. be having so much fun. And I just feel like it, 
never stops. Mm. Um, I'm in the shower and I get out of the shower to write notes on my phone. You know, oh like you write notes in the shower, don't you? Use yeah, your phone yeah. in the shower. <laughs> I do bring the phone. I actually, it's really annoying because since I moved flats, I used to have like a little like hole in the wall. I could put my phone in the shower and like I do all my FaceTimes and like I'd write on my, yeah, shower was a productive time. But now I have to stand in the shower and then the shower gets on my phone. They and, just don't design yeah, showers like Yeah, I know, to. I know. It's so bad as well because you're meant to have like at least seven minutes to yourself yeah. in yeah. a day. But um, I find that like when I have something that, that is free time that's when ideas actually come mm. so then you need to like record them but the I get time, that I'm the same I can be the yeah. same like you'll be out walking you're out with someone you're like oh I've got this great idea for yeah something. yeah and then you'll be like voice noting yourself yeah. or writing it down and, like you feel like you're always on because you have to be I had it recently I was in a club in Ibiza out about 5am having the time <laughs> of my life <laughs> say no more and um, I got my phone out and I started writing notes because I came up with a business idea and I was just like I'm in the club and I was like well, I really need to write this down because I'm not going to remember just like bopping and typing yeah literally typing. <laughs> I, it must have been 5am because I, I think the set I, the, he, the DJ didn't start till 3am and it was about halfway through his set so um yeah I just I, it's funny like it just never stops so mm. which is amazing um but also very consuming. Yeah. So, and, and that's probably what you lose your voice yeah. and you get run down more often. And, you know, like m- mental health wise, you really need to make sure you schedule some breaks or at least get out on holidays mm. because um, it's a shock to the system. I do miss a good nine to five. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> really? Like, just like leaving work at the office yeah. and being like, I'm done now. I'll and see you in the rhythm. morning. Yeah. Like, yes. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I really miss like having a time where I was off every night now. Like I'm on now 24 mm. seven. I'm always, you know, as soon as I was working today um, and as soon as I leave here, I'm, I've got more work and, yeah. and it's like, then it's Monday morning straight into a meeting. So it's just, it's been very hard to find the balance between life and work and also managing guilt. You know, like we have a lot of guilt yeah. because you work for yourself. So you feel like you should be more productive when you're trying to enjoy yourself. Mm. Um, which is, yeah, again, mm. that's a whole nother can of worms, but um, yeah, it's, it, I wouldn't have it any other way. Though. Yeah. I actually like chaos. Mm. I've realized that. Yeah. So I feel like you're such a high energy person. If you were in a nine to five, you'd be like, this isn't enough. I like, I I think like it's more than even high energy because I feel like, um, it's ambitious. Mm. There's not like, Mm. you know, I would feel like I'm wasting my time here doing this for you when there's things that I want to do for me. Yeah. Like, I think that that would be now my struggle, but I do miss that mentality of being able to go into something and it's like, these are your hours. And once those hours are done, I do not care. I'm off work. And, Mm. and I think that like in a weird way, in terms of like having good mental health, that is a really good way to function. Yeah. So, and I didn't realize that until I left that mm-hmm, kind of mm-hmm. like working environment, but um, I do think it's, it's better for work-life balance. And mm-hmm. I actually read something recently about how the new gen are, you know, is that, that's what yeah, Gen, new, Z, right? Gen Z, that's the one have like coined a term. What was it? It's about when you, just do the bare minimum to keep your job and not oh, be fired. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's like phasing or something. None of us are Gen Z. Yeah, we're not Gen Z. Are we millennials? We're millennials. We're We're the worst. Absolute worst. Quite close to Gen Z. Yeah, we're close. I'm one or two years old. Um, But it's some sort of a term. And really, like, it's just about doing the bare bare minimum, not going above and beyond. Yeah, Yeah. I rate that. You know, leaving at the time when you are paid to Mm. leave Mm. the desk. Um, And I think that there's something great about that. But I also... I'm not of that mind frame, mm. like, yeah. but I probably would be if it was for somebody else. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. you know, it's just yeah. the way that the, you know, the cookie crumbles. Well, yeah. you said this weekend was intense and it's about to get more intense because <laughs> it's Sunday morning. Oh, <laughs> you're at the gym. Okay. <laughs> Good segue, right? Yeah. Um, you're, you're instructing a class okay. and you get a message. And maybe it comes out over the loudspeaker because your phone's connected, right? Oh, God. And the message says, 45 minutes left in the whole world what do you do oh (laughs) it's so tough because um my answer is actually would be very boring in the sense that I love my family so my gym is I can I know I can get from my gym to my house in six minutes Mm -hmm. my mum's house in six minutes so probably my heart would be like Bye and just leave. Um, But that being said, if there's only 45 minutes, um, I have girls come to my gym from like all over London, Mm. sometimes from like Bournemouth or Manchester. We have girls drive down from Manchester, Leicester, like all over the place, Bognor Regis. So if I ditched them, then their 45 minutes would also be spent on their own yeah for the final 45 minutes of the world so I think the guilt I think honestly in my heart of hearts oh I'm I'm torn between like loading everyone into my car and bringing them all to my mum's house (laughs) and we all sit in the garden and um you know get what we do in my mum's house is um sit in the garden and drink gin that is the thing it's like the gin garden year round Um, or year round uh mm, I mean, as soon as we can, okay. you know, like yeah. I'm not, I don't love sitting and drinking in the living room in yeah. the same way. It's okay. not. So as soon as like March starts to show <laughs> a little bit of a release, we are in that garden. Um, sun's out, gin's out. Sun's out, gin's out. But on the flip side, I don't know, because I feel like the gym also, you know, we have music, we have mm. a view of London. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, we actually also have a load of alcohol in the gym, weirdly, from events. Um, and your family, a lot, other um, parts of your family are in the gym a lot. Other parts of my family are in the gym. So would it be like everyone get to the gym mm-hmm. emergency um, and let's have some sort of a party or yeah. just like, I think the only way, you know, I see, I was actually thinking about a film that I watched recently and it was uh, Don't Look Up. Yeah. Um, have you seen oh, it? Yeah. Have you seen it? Terrifying. Yeah. 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 I actually thought it was pretty good. It, yeah. I, I don't think it, it it did very well in terms of like critical feedback, but um mm. was that because people are like kind of being like the don't look up people were like this isn't gonna happen or I heard that the reviews were that it was boring, but for me, I was mm. like, I actually thought it was amazing because this actually could happen. Mm. And I think that's what was so terrifying about it. It was like the end scene in Don't Look Up, they were all sitting around the table having like a family dinner. Yes. And the table starts shaking and they're all trying to like 
be normal and and continue talking yeah. as the meteor gets closer and closer. And I thought there was something beautiful in that. It was mm. that they were they were just as a family there together. And I think there was like one of the other scientists had come with them who didn't have family around yeah. and they just sat there and sort of spoke about things and, and knew that the world was ending. And I think that like, for me, it is about the people. It's not about like, um, you know, parasailing or like, um, you know, getting a zip line across London mm. or doing something mm. crazy. It's about being with my people in the last few moments. Mm. But at the same time, I couldn't abandon my people either because, yeah. you know, if girls were in the gym, I'd feel like I'm there to look after them. And mm. if you, I was also thinking, you know, even my mum's house, even though I can get there really quickly, if it's the end of the world and the message has gone out, traffic might be a bit crazy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Another thing I'd be thinking of is if the world was going to end, like what would I want to say to people? Exactly. Mm. Is there things that I would like to like, you know, opinions that I've maybe held down that I'm like, maybe people that I'm not speaking to, would I want to make amends with them? Is there anyone I'd want to send a text to? Um, oh, you brought that up, so now you have to answer yeah, it. <laughs> I'm like, I feel like I... Oh, is there anything that I really want the world to know? I think the problem is, if the world is ending, what does it matter? That's mm -hmm. also yeah. on the flip yeah. side. It's like you can break news, yeah. but actually we're all about to die. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. in that moment, I just think it's about, for me, bringing it back to the people that you love. Yeah. And I feel like pre-COVID, I was doing the most. I was everywhere with everyone mm. who I, who didn't really matter. You know, like I was always out. I wanted to be, I, I, don't, I don't know if you guys have found that, but like, I don't know. I feel like COVID, there was a shift 100%. in like mm. human nature. Mm -hmm. And we all kind of like went through a mass grounding yeah. of like what matters, mm -hmm. who matters, mm -hmm. Um, what is the point in it all? Mm -hmm. And actually it was, it was a, a little bit apocalyptic. And I think that it did make us question, um, you know, what really makes us tick. Mm -hmm. And if you can't go to the club and you can't go to these bars and you can't go on holiday and you can't, you know, avoid, then you need to find something at home that gives you that grounding and that happiness and for me it, it has it's gone very full circle where I spend most of my time with my family I like the simple things um when I go on holiday I want to chill out I whereas before I wanted to go around and do everything and mm -hmm. be everywhere and I'd spend half you know I feel like FOMO was a real thing yeah. huge yeah FOMO's kind mm. of gone now for me maybe that's like a millennial thing though Really? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I feel like too. the word came about as like a millennial thing, but like it's, I think people have had that for a long time. There was a feeling that yeah. hadn't been coined mm. almost. Yeah, exactly. I think like, it was that, yeah. Yeah, I feel like I lived in FOMO for so long. Yeah. And it was like, I, I remember leaving the house at like 1am because I was like not going to go somewhere. And then I I felt such FOMO that I was yeah. like, I need to go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I need to yeah. go. Yeah. And it's like it, irrational, you know, like, mm. or you can't get a ticket somewhere. So you pay 10 times the price just to get in there mm. because of FOMO. Yeah. And I think like since um, lockdown, that has really changed. Yeah. Um. So my experience of the end of the world now would be totally different to my experience maybe three or four years mm. ago, yeah. where I feel like I was a little bit lost and mm. and didn't really understand what mattered to me. Um. 
yeah, it's just been a, it's been a really grounding time. Mm. So I think it would be yeah, I'd I'd try and get as many people together in one place as possible, um, and probably literally hold hands, sing some sort of kumbaya and drink. Um, because what kombucha can... IR. Yeah, kombucha IR. I love that. It is a gym after all. I love that. I love that. Yeah. I, I, I would want, you know, like some sort of a pizza. Like yeah. I want a cuddle for my nephew. Yeah. I want like, I'd want to be with people. And I think that would be, that for me is is everything yeah mm. it just brings it back to family i think it's really interesting because i my sense of like body by kira community is that it's a family for people for people who are involved as well yeah so it's like you even if you didn't maybe feel like that at the beginning it's obviously come through somewhere right yeah. like that sense of family and community and belonging is so important well it's quite funny because um my business initially it started just me and i had to expand and being it you know it was lockdown i initially went to the people who were closest to me mm. who also are in fitness which is my cousin three four of my cousins are personal trainers for some reason within my family we're just quite fitness <laughs> I don't know where I don't know I don't know where it came from but it happened and um and Lauren one of my cousins she's Pilates so slowly we started to kind of build out um you know, with another family. So there was another family involved who I work very closely with and they, um, you know, have run the back end of the business from day one. So it's always been kind of two families, essentially. Mm. Um, so the business, it, it is family motivated from the yeah. get-go in the sense that the trainers are a family, the back office staff are a family. Um, and so then we've kind of tried to keep a culture that's very family-based and roll that out to people because I'm a big believer in like, you know, the laws of karma and things like that. So yeah. it's almost like, I, I wanted to keep um, what we do in this business as a place that is a safe space mm -hmm. and a kind space and a welcoming space for people. So if we're in the gym, I want it to feel like your home. Yeah. And so if we are going to die, we're going to die in the best way possible mm -hmm. together, yeah. you know, listening to some tunes and looking at the meteor as it comes down yeah. and you know got a great spot for that as well yeah. i've got a great yeah. spot for yeah. that. we we literally have a view of the whole of london yeah, i can see like sweet spot. olympic park is beautiful mm. and um and i just think i just i'd it, yeah i want to mm. be at home i want to mm. be close to the people that i love and it's kind of it's actually weird but like I don't know if I was with the people i love then i don't think i'd be so bothered about it well, less philosophically, what's on the playlist? Oh, okay. <laughs> and also, maybe if you're doing that final class, what is the class? Yeah. Like... It's legs, isn't it? <laughs> For me, it's everyday legs. I'm always going to come out with a booty workout. I would like... Um, I would like something like Ibiza Club Classics. Okay. Uh, I want something like... That's going to lift me all the way up. Yeah, take um, you back as well. Yeah, you know, like... I want to hear like some real old school anthems. Yes. Um, super uplifting. Um, you know, like free from desire. Yeah. Like, you know, cheesy, <laughs> cheesy, like Euro trash style vibes. Yeah. I just want to leave on a positive or or on the flip side, something like Otis Redding sitting on the dock of the bay. You know, like mm. something that's like, you know, those classics that you kind of grown up with that yeah. always go on in your mum's house yeah. and 
um yeah and I think it would have to be a booty workout yeah of course if we are you know if the world is ending then I want my butt to be peachy <laughs> and ready to go um, that meeting is going right back in yeah, the sky yeah. <laughs> but, but you know what honestly endorphins great way to go and also true. Um, music nice and loud would be nice yeah. yeah silence can be kind of weird at times yeah, yeah. You know, like there's comfort in noise. Yeah. And, you know, I, I like loud, mm. great vibes, positivity. Yeah. And I think it's just like go out of the bang mm. and and make it fun. I'd just mm. literally, yeah. I feel like a street party would be a great way to go. Mm. Knock on all the doors and be like, people, <laughs> let's just have some yeah. fun. Yeah. We're all going to go bring your family. Um, because there's power in numbers as well. Yeah. Yeah. And, and not feeling like, you know, I, I would hate to think of anyone on their own. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah it'd be really. It's, it's a bit like with COVID, even. Yeah, the idea of people being on their own. Yeah. They, you know, it felt like yeah. this really sort of interminable yeah. time. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, very isolating. It was very isolating. There's no end in sight to it. And the yeah. idea of someone being on their own is really scary. Yeah, and and also some people can't rationalize, and some mm. people aren't positive thinkers. Yeah, and and some people, you know, I've got loads of friends who are massive warriors, yeah. and it would just be the longest 45 minutes of their lives. Yeah. So it's like, I'd want to be able to help yeah. those people yeah. and be like, all right, let's turn this into a good vibe. And maybe a workout is the way to trance out and always, yeah. Yeah. you know, like every morning I wake up and I'm like, oh, you know, yeah. same as anyone. Yeah. I'm, I'm not same as anyone. Some people do bounce out of bed and you sort of people, you're amazing. <laughs> I don't know. Thank you. I don't know. Oh, are you a bouncer? Yeah. Are you? Are you? I have so much energy when I wake up. Really? <laughs> I love that. So love that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah so energy, energy. Totally. Yeah. Sure. Um, yeah. So some, I, you know, I find people like you amazing, Molly. Thank you honestly, so much. I am Mira. until about eleven o'clock. I have to like put on music, listen to like a podcast, read yeah. a book, something to get myself like mm. ready for the day. And I think that it's, you know, it's really important to have that workout for mm. me to shake the cobwebs off and, um, you know, get those endorphins going. Yeah. And you'll agree, Jamie, you mm. know, you, Molly, and Molly, you, you train. I train. Yeah, you do. So you know, yeah. Yeah. Dip and dip dabs in it. Yeah, you do. You know, or or you were training anyway. (laughs) But um, you know, and and Jamie will know because you do fitness too. Mm. But it's like I feel so great at the end of every class. Mm. Um, you know, you're so strong, (laughs) you feel so light. Yeah, you know, those endorphins keep you going for a few hours Mm. after. And I think there's nothing better, you know. Yeah, and I think there is something about like a continuous beat in the music. Like I love exercising to house music because it's like you can anticipate the beat coming and there's something like very comforting in that even if it's like a hard bass and you know what it is for me I was literally having a deep thought like to myself this was a full conversation in my head the other day about house music and why I love house music Mm. and the reason is for me because I if if it's house music that say doesn't have lyrics Mm. mainly like if it's just a beat I can create a song. I create yes. the 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 narrative is whatever I'm feeling. Mm-hmm. So there's no like lyrics to bring me into the songwriter story. Mm-hmm. I am creating my own story. And so when I listen to a beat, I'm like, if I love a song, it 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 goes into you know the place that I was when I first heard it, or or a holiday I was on, mm-hmm. or like the time, rather than um, me thinking about 
what the song is saying. Yeah. Um, although I still think you can do that with like lyrics too. Yeah. But I think that like house music is like it, it gives you the opportunity for creativity as yeah. a listener. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. It's like it, it gives you like creativity to kind of like um you know apply that track mm. to whatever you want. Yeah. Whatever you want to think about, whatever. Um, it makes you feel you know someone might think of something or relate something totally differently Mm -hmm. you know like when you have a song that doesn't have a lyric or it's not from an artist that you're familiar with or um, it just gives you the opportunity to actually listen to it Mm. as music Mm -hmm. um, rather than having expectations with it yes yeah you know house music for me especially in in exercise it lets me just go off in my head yeah 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 yeah, yeah. i'm just thinking about the beat and yeah yeah i totally agree Mm. it's like you've had to and especially your spin you're so on the beat yeah yeah that's the thing as well you go into that class you like lose your head for about 45 yeah. minutes. You come out and you're like, I just exercised 45 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. By. Yeah. Yeah. By, yeah. So, cause it, it makes you feel good. Yeah. And so if the earth is ending, I want to do something mm. that makes me feel good. Yeah. Um, and yeah, apart from being around family, being around my niece and nephew, like there's not much else I would say, you know, what makes you guys feel good? Well, I mean, the gym, yes. <laughs> yeah. Lo- yeah, exercise, endorphins, yeah. like moving, yeah. like I, so I'll come back from a class and I'll get home and I'm like screaming because I've got, so, I've got so, <laughs> so much, much energy, energy yeah. and like, just, you just like, don't know what like, to do with it. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's like drugs. It is. Like it is. Yeah. It is. And I'm addicted. <laughs> yeah, same, same. 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 <laughs> What about you, Molly? I don't know. I can't really think of anything. Like, I do get that effect from exercise, but I don't know if it, I don't think it does, I don't think it keeps me up for as long. I feel like you're very passionate about helping people. Yeah, but not if the world's about to end. Then I just be like, oh, what's the You love getting out of bed. Yeah. (laughs) She bounces out of bed. Can I just say, what I meant by that is like, I can get out of bed and like 10 minutes later, I can start work. Like, I don't need to like warm into the day. Yeah. I'm not saying I'm like My buzzing around. So I actually read um, a book and it, it it said that basically there are two types of people in this world. There are night owls and locks. And if you're a night owl, essentially society works against you mm. because as a night owl, um, you society expect you to burn the candle at both ends Mm. so some people who are night owls are just not switched on so what they say is like it's actually to do with the wiring of the brain yeah and so they say that in the morning and this is i can relate to this Mm. you are almost like a cold car engine that like needs warming up on like a winter's morning mm. so you need to like warm up the engine you need to let like the air co- um the heater kick in to start working you need to scrape the ice off yeah and and so it takes some people who are night owls a little bit longer and that means that you generally struggle with um depression mm-hmm. and you know lo- lots of issues with like mental health because you're expected to be up and be alert yeah you know for the morning because this is how society functions in terms of like you know the, the capitalism well yes exactly <laughs> you know be there for 9am yeah. 8am mm-hmm. and um so people who are locks generally tend to do better in life Mm. than night owls. But the problem is you find a lot of creatives, for example, are night owls because 
then they their brains just are are literally wired differently mm. and so a lot of my friends for example they literally come alive in the evening yeah. yeah and they like to work all their best ideas happen you know later on at night and and they struggle because then life demands that you are awake mm-hmm. and up mm-hmm. and partaking in society yeah for that kind of like stock exchange yeah style life yeah well it's um, interesting we were talking earlier about like sort of going freelance and working for yourself and stuff but I know that before that you were working you like worked at a company in nine to five. Yeah, yeah. And then, so like, how did you get into fitness? And was that kind of a factor for you that that, that lifestyle just didn't work? Yeah, no. So fitness for me, um, I worked in PR for like, oh my gosh, maybe like five, six years. Um, and I just felt like it wasn't going anywhere Mm. you know and you're just like I love I love it it's what I studied at uni and it was what I wanted to do and like I kind of had this idea you know like I'd grown up watching Sex and City and Samantha Jones and PR we all want to be Samantha Jones we all want to be Samantha Jones and I just thought oh a publicist like this Mm. is cool um I don't think I really understood exactly what it was um and I just realized that after a few years in there were so many interns and there were so many, mm. like, it was just really hard to go above a certain salary. And I just felt like I'm in the office, like my working hours, I think were like 8.15 till six. Mm. And which is like, a whole day. I, I thought it was like nine to five. Yeah. And then it was like, somehow we've got an hour either side of that. <laughs> and so in those working hours, I really struggled because I felt like it was really restrictive. Mm. And um, I, wanted to go to the gym and it was like I was getting to the gym for eight o'clock I was working out till nine I was going home for ten I was having my dinner by the time I'd you know go to my ex-boyfriend's house get to sleep it would be 1am and then it was like it was just too much and it felt like in this job this job isn't really like paying what I need in order to have the freedom as well um so yeah I did my it my last company were amazing. I can't fault them at all. They were amazing. They allowed me to do my PT course, go part-time, Very good. which was wonderful mm. because um, without it, I probably would have never taken the jump. And then I did PTing and working in PR for about a year. And then I was just like, do you know what? I want the freedom now. I just, there's places I want to go. There's things I want to do. Mm. I wanted to go to America for like, six weeks and it was just something's got to give so I decided I'm going to go to America and when I come back I will go into PT full-time and it was the best thing I ever did and I don't think that was down to fitness I just think I needed to work for myself Mm. um I just felt like it wasn't going anywhere yeah I felt like I was wasting time and PR's quite socially demanding as well right you need to go out with clients quite a lot um yeah like it, I think you do. I mm. never really got to that stage. Okay. And that was the problem. Okay. I mm. I wanted to do more and it just felt like I'm not getting beyond mm. a certain stage here. And it was like, I'm how long is it going to take me to earn 30 grand a year? Yeah. You know, like, mm. and I don't want, I can't afford to live at the moment. Yeah. I was traveling in and out of like Oxford Street and you know the travel living in london alone it's that just central line to yeah, mm. yeah yeah the first thing you need to do as 
a person mm. is to understand or identify what your major purpose is in life mm. and that everyone has a major purpose so there's something that you're essentially put on this planet to do um and what is that and it, it just felt like I'm not serving my purpose here mm-hmm. in any way. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I'm serving. I don't know what my purpose is. I still don't quite know, yeah. but I know it's not this. Yeah. Like I'm literally just sitting at a desk kind of like doing whatever the minimum is that I yeah. need to do. And, um, you know, clocking off and clocking on. And I feel like I'm just wasting time. Yeah. Whereas now it feels like what I do as shallow as it is, you know, like, because it, it's only fitness. I'm not doing anything, you know, um, there's nothing new here. I, it's not philanthropy or, you know, going out and and helping um, those in need. There's a lot more that I'd like to do. Mm. But um, I feel like what I do now at least helps people in some way. Yeah. Um, I think it really helps. That's like... You get that. I think you're being modest because I think you help people way more than you're letting on. Well, it's a bit like what me and Jamie said about how fitness makes us feel. Mm. I guess it's how we can make other people feel. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And I think I've tried to do it in the way that's the most affordable and accessible Mm. route for people Mm -hmm. because I realised that in my last classes, they were, you know, this was pre-COVID, we were in a gym. They were quite expensive. As a PT, I was expensive and so it wasn't accessible for people Mm. and it was like if somebody wanted to train with me they really had to like find a way to you know fit that into their monthly budget and it was a luxury and now it's making fitness that is tailored to people Mm. you know in a sense and 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 makes them feel like they have a trainer Mm. but in an affordable way Mm. um so I do think that's nice because it's inclusive and I do my best every single day to like lift everyone up. I think that's, that's something that I've been trying to explore recently is like, what is my purpose? What is the reason that I'm here? Mm. Um, Because I believe we all have a reason. Um, It's just finding it Mm. and, and then kind of like tapping into it. And, you know, what would, do you feel like either of you know your, if, if somebody asked you your major life purpose? I don't know, but just I was listening to you and I just had in my head, it is the magic of the community that you're able to create. And that yeah. is like not as easy as it sounds. Like yeah. the fact that like people are linking up and feel comfortable to link up with others and go mm-hmm. for lunch after your events and stuff like that isn't easy, yeah. particularly after COVID. And I think yeah. like a lot of these like fitness institutions, they work on like this idea of exclusivity and like yeah. you're part of the, the club, but it's yeah, like yeah. very intimidating to very walk to those spaces. But that's what they thrive off. So, like, yeah. to have that like high quality fitness experience that's creating a community is like so special. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I don't know, like, that sounds like it stems from like your parents, and then like also like maybe PR experience as well. Yeah, yeah. And mm, so it's yeah. all kind of led you to this 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 path. This yeah. yeah, definitely. So I think you know the exclusive thing is nice and all, but actually you're missing out on a lot. Yeah. 100%. Um, you know, you're going to miss out on all those people who aren't going to come because yeah. they don't feel like they're welcome. Mm-hmm. You're also missing out on feedback and a two-way yeah. conversation. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Um, and I think that that, you know, brings it back to ego mm-hmm. and narcissism and, you know, feeling like you are above somebody else or better than somebody else. Therefore, they can come and be a part of your club underneath you, mm. but they're not an equal to you. Mm. Um, and their thoughts and opinions don't count. Yeah. yeah. Um, so 
yeah, the one thing that I've always tried to do is is make sure that this feels like a community that is, um, you know, we are the trainers. And, and some of the girls said that last week, you know, like we had an event at the gym and Sinead, one of the trainers, who's like, you know, a really popular trainer, she um, was at the event and I was there and I'm literally laying out all the equipment for the girls and Sinead is like pouring everyone like Prosecco as they come in. And one of the girls was like, you know, it's just crazy because like Sinead was pouring us Prosecco. <laughs> and I was like, why would Sinead not pour you Prosecco? <laughs> and they were like, oh, it's just so humble. And I was like, why is that humble? Like, why would you think that yeah. she would do anything other than pour you a glass? There's no one who who is above you just because she's a trainer and you might see her as somebody who's helped you. So, mm. you know, maybe you have put her mm. above yourself yeah, yeah. when you actually shouldn't have mm. because we are all equal. Mm. So I will pour you a drink and, you know, I'm constantly following the girls around the gym, picking up their snotty tissues and, <laughs> and sweat and like, and it's like, it Sorry. doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You know, literally, no, but literally, and I'm like, it doesn't matter. Like, like yeah. I'm not above doing that. Yeah. Or, you know, if um, girls, I, I always hug them at the end of the session. They're like, oh no, don't touch me. I'm sweaty. You don't want to touch me. And I'm like, I really could not care less. Yeah. Like, sweat is my environment. Mm. It's cool. <laughs> yeah. Give me a hug. You know, like, so I think it's just like bringing about that human nature yeah. and, and removing yourself from your ego and where, where you feel you should be mm-hmm. and actually how you should treat other people. Mm-hmm. I think what we need is your 30 second summary of your last 45 minutes on earth. I think. Whoa, whoa, whoa. 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 We've got to time it. We've got to time it. We're very strict with this. (laughs) I've just got to get the the, the tech out um, (laughs) and then I can count you in. I'll go on that one. Okay. So your 30 seconds to sum up your last 45 minutes on earth starts now. Okay, I've decided we are in the gym. Mm-hmm. I am putting on Mr. Jam, who is a uh, Radio 1 DJ, his IB for Classics playlist. I am running to the shop before they close and getting as much alcohol and pizza as I can. Mm. And I'm calling everybody I know and telling them, get to the gym right now. Ten seconds left. Um, <laughs> and we are going to have, we're going to do a little workout, get the endorphins up. We are going to drink and eat pizza and watch it happen. Let's, yeah, let the world end. Woo! Yeah. Uh, 30 seconds <laughs> bang on uh, let's see it thank you so much Thanks for having i feel like you. i learned so much on that yeah i was just like fascinated what, yeah. what she speak so yeah i'm like i, I go off on tangent no, no yeah. great so philosophical yeah yeah thank you so much for coming on thank podcast. you for having me <laughs> thank you guys <laughs> do you remember that time we went to the gym I did one of Kira's workouts. How could I forget? <laughs> Couldn't walk for a week. <laughs> I think my ass is still quite peachy from that workout. From that workout. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, yeah. Checking out. Why are you checking it out? <laughs> All the time. <laughs> um, yeah, that was that was good. I also remember um, she was filming on her Instagram oh, yeah. and like... She was over my shoulder and I was on the assault bike. Yes. And then I and then like I was like, there are thousands of people watching me right now. <laughs> and then like I was like, I'm gonna pass out, but I'll do it for the gram, do it for the grammar. You gotta. Were you on one of the fastest 
bikers, peddlers, spinners? I mean, yes. <laughs> I don't know. There were five people That's in the class, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was good though. It was good. It was good, but painful. Mm. But enjoyably painful. Mm, like this podcast. <laughs> Speaking of enjoyably painful, you can, if you want more of this, you can follow us on Instagram, if the world was ending underscore podcast. You can email us at if the world was ending. That's one word. Oh, fuck. <laughs> We're going to start that again. You can follow us on Instagram, which is if the world was ending underscore podcast. You can email us at if the world was ending podcast. That's one word at gmail.com. And like, subscribe, follow, all that kind of like, stuff. Like, subscribe, follow. On all your major podcasting podcasts. Wherever you get your podcasts. Podcasts, podcasts. If the world was ending, you'd come over, right? Right?